This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Hello, good morning and welcome to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm John Purcell with you until 10 o'clock. I hope we find you well on this Saturday morning, November 14th, as we've just passed the midpoint of the current Level 5 lockdown. Thanks to Brian Redmond for the last two hours and this morning I learnt that he's already put up his Christmas decorations. Yes, November 14th, my oh my. Well, this morning on The Bottom Line... We'll be talking to Porrick George about bringing light into the lives of runners and walkers on these dark winter evenings. Nicky Hoyne will be telling us about the newly launched Nicky Hoyne collection. Andrew Tobin will tell us about his company Strive and how they're converting business to the private cloud. And Kilkenny Chamber President Colin Ahern will be here to talk about this year's Kilkenny Business Award. But first, joining me on the line is Eamon Quinn, Business Editor of the Irish Examiner. Good morning, Eamon. Good morning, Sean. It's always good to talk to you. Yes, you indeed. Now, it's been a while, um, and we were in Level 2, I think, when last we spoke during the summer. We're back in Level 5, but there was a ray of light uh, for everybody, I think, during um, the week with the announcement that uh, a vaccine is on the way from Pfizer, and that had a big business impact, and indeed an impact for all of society is on the horizon. Good news. Good news. Well, what a week. Um, the Pfizer and BioNTech, I mean, BioNTech's role in all this is, is easily overlooked, but it's the German company also, not just the, the U.S. giant. Now, this, the effect of this cannot be overemphasized. You know, on, on Monday morning's announcement, um, they basically Pfizer put out the, the, the latest details, the latest data of its phase three trial. And there were superb results uh, showing the efficiency, uh, the efficacy of this, of their uh, Pfizer and BioNTech's um, vaccine um, candidate. And the effect was immediate. There's about 2.5 billion in stock market value. Irish companies alone um, joined in this buying spree. The, the global buying spree within minutes of this announcement was about 420 billion euros <laughs> worth of shares were bought across the world. The, in Ireland, uh, you'd expect Ryanair, obviously, AIB and Bank of Ireland, because they are, they're basically, um, it, for, for international investors, those are basically indices of the Irish economy. Um, and the latter hotel, remarkably, they obviously own Clayton and the um, um, chains. They um, shares there in, in, in on the Dublin Stock Exchange. They soared thirty percent in this news, and that shows you the potential for this early uh, the early adoption of the a vaccine, which could be rolled out. Um, for vulnerable groups fairly uh, fairly soon, in weeks, actually. Mm, they're talking but very the, inevitably in the UK. Yeah, absolutely. But the, in the next few days, there's Moderna is going to come out. Another US company is coming up with its results. Um, soon behind that is Johnson & Johnson. We, we know that. Obviously, we know Pfizer because it employs 4,000 people here. Johnson & Johnson is the next up. AstraZeneca, that's the British one with the Oxford University. And there's about 16 in total of these vaccine potentials. Now, the Pfizer, 
The Pfizer shot has got a particular, the, the particular vaccine has got a particular Irish link because in, um, there's a Pfizer facility in West Dublin in Grange Castle and they are basically, um, they're playing a starring role in the quality control of this vaccine. For Europe, Pfizer's got a plant uh, producing this vaccine um, in uh, a place called Pours, P-double-T, Pours, it's just outside Antwerp mm. uh, in Belgium. They're flying across the final uh, um, of the quality control process. They fly batches of this BN2162 uh, of the Pfizer and BioNTech um, uh, vaccine to Grinch, to Grinch Castle for final checking on, on supply chain. So Irish, Ireland's got a role. Obviously, Pfizer is very well known here. Um, it's got 4,000 employees between Dublin, Kildare and Cork. And the, the potential informed sources have told the Irish Examiner during the week that indirectly there will be more jobs coming from this for Ireland um, uh, on top of the 300 jo- extra jobs they announced just over a week ago. Wow. And uh, Pfizer shares then must have gone through the absolute roof when you're talking about those kind of figures. How, how are the shareholders in Pfizer feeling this weekend? Well, well, the latter hotel, it certainly wasn't anything like the battered the latter hotel, as we said, the Irish hotel group, which went up 30%. Yeah. But the, a lot was already, on the day, um, Pfizer went up by 7%. So that means basically a lot of stuff, a lot was already in the price, basically, of Pfizer. So the smart um, people are already putting their money into many yeah, of these exactly. companies, 16 candidates Array. out there. Yeah. 16 candidates around the world. Now, in the next few days, Moderna will, um, their phase three data will be released uh, out of the States as well. So, now the EU has already got contracts with, obviously they signed up on, they sealed the, the deal, the EU, and that would be for us and every other member state. Uh, they sealed the deal for, it was a fourth contract actually with, um, um, with um, BioNTech and Pfizer and for 300 million doses. Now you divide by two for get number of people because it's two doses is required. So it's 150 million people from this in the EU could get the, uh, from this one contract alone wow. if, if it gets through the safety. They've already done the EU's, the Commission's already done deals with the, you mentioned the um, we mentioned the British firm AstraZeneca which is basically the Oxford University uh, candidate. They've already also done deals with the Sanofi GSK and, and Janssen Pharma. So, um, and obviously they've got, and you can also see they've got exploratory talks already with Moderna and, and another outfit called CureVac. So you can see how they've all been positioning the Americans as well as the EU um, and the British who have left the EU <laughs> to do their own thing as well. Boris isn't and having a great week. He hasn't having a great week. Um, they'll have to do their own testing of this, um, of these vaccine shots. They deliberately, some bizarre, re- well, we, we know the reason, but uh, bizarrely, they stayed outside the EU system. And, and the, the EU drug testing was headquartered in London and they had pulled out as well, I think, with exactly. the loss of something like two or three thousand jobs, didn't they? The EMA, um, they could have been still part of that uh, system if they weren't so 
Anyway, look, we won't go <laughs> on about that. And, we'll have some um, texters on to us. Don't get me going, don't get me going John, on, on, uh, on, uh, on, a, on a week where you see number 10 in total chaos. But anyway, so coming, coming back to, to Ireland, uh, a, uh, a Pfizer facility in Ireland plays a starring role in this, in double-checking double this, and the, there's potential already Pfizer, which is better known for other products, including Lipitor and Viagra, but uh, there's 4,000 jobs in Ireland already, and there will be more indirectly, and I suppose you could say directly from this, uh, from this vaccine news. Great news story, Eamon. We have to leave it there, but it's a really uh, a, a signature week, really, for business and society with the news that uh, it looks like um, a vaccine is on the horizon. Great to talk to you. Thanks very fingers much, crossed. Eamon. Yeah, Good fingers luck, crossed. Thank you. Thanks, Eamon. That's Eamon Quinn of the Irish Examiner there. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie. You're very welcome back after the break. You're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm John Purcell with you until 10 o'clock. Now joining me is Nikki Hoyne, who we last spoke to in March when our series Talking Shop, which I undertook with Nikki, came to a grinding halt, I suppose it's fair to say, Nikki, uh, due to the COVID pandemic. We recorded a whole series of them, but it just didn't seem right to continue them because the world changed. How's your world been and how's things changed my world has been my world has been not i kind of i suppose i i'm all about perspective and i just stopped and said look as long as my people are okay and you know you have a roof you know i'm very positive and i just um, get up every day and i'm like right let's keep the head let's just get on with it and i was working on which i'd hinted about when i was talking to you i was working on a new project um, which I basically put the head down and I said, right, let's take, I didn't know how long the time was going to be, but I said, let's make this better than it was going to be because now I have all this time. So I um, own My Shining Armour. I'm sure hopefully people know me from My Shining Armour, um, which was an online accessory store and it was like amazing, very innovative when I launched it in 2014. And as time went on, I kind of, it just became very kind of commercial and I achieved so much with it and I just as I travelled and learned where things came from I just felt like I wanted to do something different so last month I launched the Nikki Hoyne collection which is a a, a collection of really cool quality fun handbags um, made with a conscience so for me it was important that it was good decent business everyone is getting paid properly we know where these things come from and they're fun they're fab they've the, the reaction, you know, I was terrified. I didn't know what to think. We're in the middle of a pandemic and I'm launching handbags. But, oh, my God, the reaction has been phenomenal. And and I'm just thrilled and excited. And I think maybe people just needed something and something to believe in, you know. And if that's a handbag, you know, it is what it is. But uh, it's so exciting that it, they've been so well received. And I have, like, mad designs 
um, which I didn't know what people would think of like a hairy polka dot but oh my god it's been amazing and the reaction's been phenomenal and people are just excited that it's a Kilkenny business and the support out there for I think it's it's an amazing time as well to be an Irish independent business because people have just embraced shopping local and you know really going out of their way to go right where can I get this locally to me and whose dream can I support and it's it's not a bad time if you're trading to be an Irish business uh, so yeah so I've been just yeah so launching, the last time we spoke dream. yeah yeah you were kind of uh, nearly there but not quite uh, back in March have you found it, you, you mentioned it been scary but have you found it kind of liberating at the same time well, I think I'm the kind of, you know, I think entrepreneurs, you have to be okay with risk and you have to be a bit blind to the the pitfalls. And, and I see a challenge and go, right, how can I fix this? How can I overcome this? Because the feeling of overcoming something and going, oh my God, great. You know, and I come from an entrepreneurial family. So, you know, those challenges were always something we talked about at the at the kitchen table. But to think like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm, I'm a bit, like, it's mad. I know it's an alternative way of looking at things but I'm like I'm launching in a pandemic in 20 years time telling the grandkids you know oh I launched in a pandemic is quite a novel and will be a great story if I can just navigate through it and it you know what the best thing is it has kept me occupied like I'm here in Kilkenny um, no more travel no more go 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 like I was splitting my time between here and London and I I, I just put the head down and keep busy and for me you know it's to keep them busy I've no family there's no kids running around I'm just on my own trying to keep the head and I think I've done okay yeah and you you, um, the, you operated it with my shining armor in the online environment mm. before has the pandemic actually made much of a difference to how you do business really I think it has but um what I've, I found kind of people were coming to me when I did kind of probably sidetrack and not answering your question now but if there's anyone out there who is in business and getting online or trying to get online or new to online I actually about the week after I launched I had this kind of moment of like I can't talk about um, handbags you know we're going through a pandemic so I actually did a series of videos on Instagram and would welcome anyone kind of the top you know those basic things like it's not rocket science to, to sell online, but it's all about thinking about your customer, not annoying them. And it's a different, totally different way of doing business completely, but it's about kind of building a community and having that grow, like make, you know. The tone has changed, hasn't it, as well with the, yeah, with the yeah. pandemic? It has. It, it's it's definitely, for me, I think, you know, 2016, 17, it was all about price, price, price. And, and Ireland's a very price-conscious consumer, but I think people now are, are okay with saying, do you know what, let's spend the money locally, let's draw, you know, let's do, because I think, what is it, 3 billion euro goes out of Ireland. And if we could keep that 3 billion euro, our taxes won't go up, the VAT goes to the government, and therefore it's kept in the local economy and that money pays wages and has people out and about and shopping and spending locally. So there's no negative to having to pay a euro or two extra. You know, there's is there really any any good reason to be going, oh my gosh, I can get that cheaper if I get it internationally and you know there's Great. Nikki, in thirty yeah. seconds yes. describe your handbags. 
my handbags are absolutely fabulous <laughs> they are they're a camera case style so they're kind of I'm a very practical person I like to, to fit loads and be able to go out in the morning go off to breakfast and maybe I don't come home till after the left bank closes so they're that kind of uh, bag that you can take it from day to night and they're cool fun colours you can be very casually dressed but they pop and they're they're quality made handmade in Spain to really high standards in factories that make really cool brands that I'm not allowed to say but um, they're fabulous and thank you to anyone who's already bought one re- my first order came from my hometown of Thomastown which just made made it for me tell us the, the address Nikki it is a nickyhoyne.com so it's easy it's my name on it uh, so nickyhoyne.com or you can follow on Instagram for all the outfit inspo and all of that crack The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie that was the irrepressible Nikki Hoinder telling us about her new business and you can check out the Nikki Hoin collection on her website nickyhoin.com from fashionable and funky handbags to fashionable and funky running gear and in particular the body light which many of you will have heard about last Saturday on the Late Late Show when they focused on business Anna Geary was very impressed by the body light which is a proud Carlo product which uh, was started in Invented and created by Porrick George, who joins me on the line. Good morning, Porrick. Uh, hello, John. Good morning. Tell us about the story about Body Light. And I'm the creator of a product called Body Light. Uh, I'm a runner, and I, I currently I live in Lockton Bridge, uh, where I'm uh, married to my lovely wife Bridget, and uh, uh, and where I live with my three kids. Yeah, great. And and you were actually out running in about 2015 in the dark and wet like many people are now and the, the idea for this product came to you yeah back in 2015 i was i was i was at home and i wanted i was limited on my time and i could i could get out running so i was forced to go at, at night time and out i go and i suppose I, I quickly discovered that i was looking i needed a light and i was looking for a serious uh, a serious light that had let me to, let me let me see where i was going and to uh, let oncoming traffic see me uh, so uh, from there, I, I suppose I, I I went about my journey on developing my own running and uh, walking light. And, and what kind of a journey uh, was that? Because like uh, a difference between an idea that says it would be great to have a light I could wear around my waist and actually getting one into the shops. What was involved in that? Well, I suppose from the outset, okay, onset, from the beginning, I was a runner and I'm also an electronic engineer. So I started uh, prototyping. And so I had an insight into the electronics and into the running aspect that was required to make this light uh, a good product. So I suppose prototypes from there then I, I went into, uh, I approached the IT in Carlo uh, and in there there's a, a group called Design Core, who I have to say are a, an industrial design uh, group and they're excellent. And from, at that, th- those guys in there uh, brought this product, they finalised this product uh, back in 2000 and, so was, that was 2017, two years after. My, I prototype for two years, then the IT took over from there. Yeah, and how's it actually going for you? Uh, it's, going, it's going very well. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going very well. And uh, Anagiri um, demonstrated it on the Late Late Show uh, 
herself last Friday night. Now, while I didn't see it myself, I did hear people talking about it. Presumably, that's what people like yourself who are starting a new product and trying to get it out there. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, well, the help, the help from uh, the Late Late Show uh, has really put it on the, on the map, I suppose, uh, recently. Uh, yeah, so that's that's... It's a great help, particularly in these, in these tough times. Yeah, and, and tell us about the features and benefits of this thing. Like, I mean, people can use a torch if they want, presumably when they're out running. What What's so different about the body light? I suppose it's designed specifically for running and walking. You can have a, a hand torch, but that'll only give you light in the front. This, this, this part is, uh, has lights in the back, lights in the front, rechargeable, waste-borne, and it's it's unique that the benefits are is that you can run f- full speed in it and you're not ha- no one likes wearing a wear, wear handheld lamp when they're running it's, yeah. just, it's not on yeah, just yeah. you get sick of it fairly quick so I suppose that's that's the waste for aspect and then onto the, uh, the 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 features I suppose it's uh, it's USB rechargeable uh, has a very strong light on the front which is 210 lumens uh, has LED lights on the back that'll as I said earlier light you up from behind and it's water resistant has a pouch in a pocket and uh, for putting your, your bits and pieces that runners and walkers might need yeah, and and how's it going for you? Are you pleased with the reaction that you've been getting? Presumably in the run up to Christmas, uh, in the in the pandemic when people are very into their exercise, yeah. it's a good environment for business. Yeah, uh, it has it has boomed off. I suppose uh, John has really taken taken hold. Uh, we've been very very busy uh, due to the pandemic. A lot of guys, a lot of people are out walking and running. They're all they're all like cooped up in the house, so they're looking for high vis vests. They're looking for lights. They're looking for snoops, looking for hats, gloves, bits and pieces so they can get out of the house. So there's a big upturn due to the current situation. So that's good. Um, so your website is bodylightgear.com and the Bodylight, I suppose, is your signature product. But you do have a range of other gear as well. Yeah, we uh, in, in, in recent times, we ha- we feel there's a demand for a kind of a fashionable uh, safety gear uh, as opposed to the uh, county council high vis best I suppose people are looking for something that's more specific for the, the running and walking so that they can be safe be, be seen but be cool absolutely so um, a, a good Carlos success story yeah I, it's, it's, it's so, so far so good and uh, yeah we're, we're, we're very happy out here in, in, the, in the factories in Ballin and we're, we're very happy with the way things are, are progressing and uh, yeah we're delighted music with hearts KCLR. You're very welcome back. You're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business. John Purcell with you until 10 o'clock. Good to talk to Porrick George and Nicky Hoyne there earlier on. Apologies for uh, the somewhat different voice quality. We're using Zoom, Skype and all of this kind of stuff this morning. And uh, to try, because phone lines can be a bit hard on the ears. Joining me on the line now is uh, Andrew Tobin, who's from a new company called Strive. Well, not exactly new, but you've had lots of new good news and adding new jobs. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, John. How are you keeping? Very well, thanks. Um, you announced 10 new jobs at your company. It's a private cloud company based in Carlow called Strive. Tell us about it, Andrew. People would know you from T2. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've been involved in T2, a digital marketing company. We, we founded that back in 2003. Um, and I, I suppose um, 
just I, I suppose we found it increasingly difficult probably to win business over the last few years you know how we could kind of see that look, this was a very mature market there's lots of guys in it um, you, you know companies are looking to maybe outsource to India and different parts of the world to, to save on costs so you, companies could build their own websites and Wix and WordPress and there's just so much competition out there that it was kind of a race to the bottom you know so even though I would say 16, 17 and 18 were good years for us I could see that you know the future was looking fairly tough so um, you know so what we so what we started was just a kind of strategic exercise then to see look what what is a growing area what are growing industries what where can we maybe move T2 into and um, kind of you know our research kind of showed that look cyber security is obviously a massively growing space cloud is a, is a massively growing space um, and uh, yeah so just looked at quite right what we need to do to get T2 moving in this direction uh, we had a huge capability gap to try and uh, get get into those areas and uh, we knew that look we, we either start hiring re- kind of resourcing up or, or look to see could we you know join up in another company and maybe fast track that that journey you know yeah now explain to me andrew a bit about the cloud i'm the type of chap that sits at his computer in his office and uh, there's a wire sticks out of it i know some of it goes to the internet some of it goes upstairs to a pile of stuff with lights on it and i know that some of it goes to the cloud but uh, that's about the end of my knowledge how do i use the cloud and what what's your cloud what is the cloud yeah yeah. so the cloud basically is um traditionally companies would have had servers sitting in their offices uh, and what they do nowadays is basically we, there's companies like us where we build our own data centers that are full of servers and we rent space out to companies and generally speaking it's a lot more cost effective uh, in that we support them we pay all the electricity generally servers are quite heavy on electricity so we rent that out and uh, to, to companies and we're literally you know the only private only company here in ireland so like the likes of our competitors are what we call public cloud, which is the likes of Microsoft, Azure, or Amazon, AWS would be some of the bigger guys. But they're these huge global players, you know. So I, I suppose what we're trying to do is just carve out a niche in the market, maybe for companies that have slightly unusual requirements, and um, you know, and, and then look just you know get them to move their servers into us, you know. And presumably, um, with the move online caused by the pandemic and and lockdowns and all that kind of stuff, the cloud is getting more crowded and uh, costs will be going up. Yeah, what we found, I suppose what we're finding now is a lot of companies at the start of the pandemic, when they they needed to set up remote working systems, uh, moved servers into it. I suppose they were advised a lot by the IT companies to move into Microsoft Azure in particular. And now that they're kind of six months onto it, they're saying, Jesus, this, this is expensive. They're, they're kind of realizing that there's a lot of hidden costs that maybe they weren't aware of. Um, and, uh, you know, they're kind of looking at other options now, you know. And I suppose we're finding then that companies are coming to us and they're saying, look, we're, we're spending a lot more here than we thought. Will you give us a price comparison? You know, sometimes we're very competitive and we can save money. Like we, we, we spoke to companies during the course of this week where we are literally 50% cheaper than what they were what they were paying and I suppose the added value is look we're at the end of a phone line while Microsoft aren't at the end of a phone line they're not available to take a phone call if there is a server issue you know yeah and security is a big thing as well Andrew I would imagine because we hear a lot about hacks and I was uh, we talked a number of weeks ago um, to uh, the Garda in charge of the fraud office and um, presumably security is a big thing as well because if someone hacks into your cloud you're in trouble Absolutely, and that's the idea, I guess, behind a private cloud. So when a customer comes to us, we configure the cloud uh, and we give them the keys. That's it. No one else has access to that cloud. Well, if you think of the public cloud, 
which is the likes of Microsoft. Somebody goes onto Microsoft's website, they click a few buttons, they configure their server then, and, and, and you know, so by its very nature, it's more open to the public, it's more open to compromise. I suppose our guys, my business partner is Gunter and Annis, uh, like they've worked for some of the world's top IT companies and they've traveled the world setting up data centers. And so by their very nature, they've learned how to literally absolutely lock them down and make them 100% secure. So, you know, so we'd be very confident that our data centers are, are you know, are, are right up when it comes to security. And not only that, then, I suppose, look, we do offer an advisory service to companies then because we're so good at securing and locking down our, other, our own data centers that we're happy to help some other companies in relation to looking at their security posture or pen testing and that type of thing. Yeah, you're uh, based in sunny Ratville yourself, Andrew. Um you know, you mentioned travel. Obviously, that's more difficult. How's your growth been going and has been restricted, made it a lot more difficult? Yeah, I will say I will say COVID has impacted in that, you know, our, our sales team, uh, you know, we're struggling, I suppose, like we would have traditionally maybe to get in front of customers and kind of, you know, so that whole kind of networking, going to events, um, going out to meetings, building relationships with customers. That piece is kind of gone. So... Or not gone, but you know it's definitely more limited. Um, so I suppose, you know, growth-wise, we had a very strong year last year in our first year of this kind of combined entity and under the rebranded company Strive. Um, you know, we we, do, we doubled our turnover there in our, in, our, in early from the combined entities together uh, last year, and this year we're looking at about thirty percent growth. Yeah, and you announced ten new jobs as I mentioned earlier on. How do you see the future, and uh, how are you going to expand the company? Yeah, so we, we we have a dual strategy um, over the over the next three years, um, where literally we're expanding the sales team and the tech team to help us drive kind of revenue. But equally, we're looking at acquisitions. Uh, we're on the acquisition trail. We're we're, we're a well-funded company, and um, we have um, we have yeah we have, we have quite a few acquisition conversations happening at the moment. Now. Uh, so Organic sales and uh, and acquisitions. Yeah. Now, um, you mentioned about how you're at the end of a phone line. If people are kind of uh, saying, yeah, I know I do get a bill in from Microsoft every month or serve or whatever you, the other companies you mentioned are, and they are interested in talking to a local company, what, how does that conversation go and how do they contact you? Yeah, sure. Look, if you go to our website, strivesecure, S-T-R-Y-V-E, uh, strivesecure.com, and you'll, you'll literally see a lot of details there on private cloud and the different offerings that we do. Uh, our contact details are, are on the site and uh, there's all kinds of inquiry forms and what have you on that. So, look, we'll be back in the office first thing Monday morning. So we'll, be, we'll, we'll definitely welcome any calls, John, from anyone that, that would like to get a price comparative. Okay, well, look, that's great. Uh, good to talk to you. Uh, that's uh, Andrew Tobin there from Strive. Thanks for joining us. And uh, on a good line, I was very relieved to hear. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, <laughs> nice John. Mind us up there. Yeah, we'll talk to you again. That's Andrew Tobin from Strive. Uh, great local business success story. Now, I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Colin Ahern, who's the president of Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Colin. Good morning, John. How are you getting on? Great, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, uh, you're the first guest we've had in the in this studio um, in many, many weeks, and uh, I months indeed, and I hasten to add uh, all fully socially distanced and screens and all the forms filled out and all that kind of stuff. An unusual year, Colin. We've spoken on the phone many times about the general business environment, but this is a good news story we're talking about. It is, it is, and like listening to your show today, like there are so many good news stories, and so I, I suppose 
the rhetoric had to change from 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 a negative one to recognise all the positive things that are happening over the last number of months in terms of how businesses are adapting, how they're improving, how they're beginning. Um, and I suppose this just fits in with that. The business community is very resilient. It's amazing, really, isn't it? The way um, business flicks from looking at, oh, my God, everything's gone down the tubes to how do we keep going? And it happened so quickly, has to happen so quickly. I look, it, it, and it did, and I suppose that's what was different this time. You know, we're, we're used to seeing that happen uh, over a number of years and over a number of decades, whereas the change we've seen in the last couple of months, the change we've seen businesses make in the last couple of months, I mean, I was speaking to a few different businesses over the last couple of days um, because my space in my business being, being a hotel I'm used to being in the online space and have been for 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 so long and to talk to businesses that have flipped into that space uh, literally overnight and are now embraced it and have moved from 5% of their sales to 50% of their sales in a couple of months is it's just incredible and um, but businesses don't really have a choice by and large I've always been struck over the year by the difference between consumer confidence on the one hand and the way that graph when it goes down it tends to stay down for quite a while and business confidence like people get unbelievable shocks be the the property meltdown that we had before but pretty quickly businesses start to brush themselves off and onwards and upwards it always finds a way and i was struck uh, recently we, we, we were talking about brexit and, and talking to an organization in the uk a bitter that um, a friend of kenny paul whitness started up and you know what he was saying was that this is going to be a shock to the business community but business will always find a way to do business and you know it's that sort of attitude that we have at the moment which is great yeah and paul is a great example of resilience because he was a guy who was very impacted by the property crash back in 2010 lived in kakenny had to move over to london and if i'm not mistaken you and i we were both involved in the chamber back in the day this would be 2010 or 11 and met him and he had this idea and it's really taken off Absolutely, and you're, you're you're so right. We actually met in the Ormond um, when 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 Bitter was uh, was started, and uh, he he had this idea. He wanted to make it easier for for Irish companies to to communicate and to meet um, uh, uh, British businesses and and to do business with them. And that's how Bitter started, and it's been a tremendous success. And probably more important than ever, really, now with Brexit uh, on the horizon. Absolutely, and unfortunately, COVID has pushed Brexit to the side. But you know, again. With the chamber, we've been talking to a lot of companies and doing uh, webinars and chamber chats over the last couple of weeks, and it's great to see how businesses are now in that space and the amount of work that they are putting into um, ensuring that they're ready is is uh, is is really is is really good news and is really uh, interesting. And I have no doubt that they will be successful in navigating through it. Now we talk a lot about resilience and all that sort of stuff, but but. It can be emotionally difficult on businesses and awards and recognition mean an awful lot. Uh, and the business awards, both in Carlow, where they have them every year, and in Kilkenny, have been a really hugely successful thing. Just wind back and tell us about the business awards, the way they were. Yeah, look, the business awards have been over a couple of different guises have been held by the by the the Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce for the last twenty years. <clears throat> I suppose in its current guise, uh, we've been doing them since two thousand and twelve. Um, it is it is a great night um, for four to six hundred people um, uh, in 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 Lyrath, and everyone has a thoroughly enjoyable night. And we hand out somewhere in the region of twenty awards to businesses uh, for for the work they've done in the past year and recognise what they're doing and unfortunately we can't do that this year Um, so we sat down and said look you know 
it's it's really important that we still continue and we still mark the date in the calendar so people are aware that that it hasn't gone away. But there were still two awards that we that. That we, that we still could give uh, and that was the annual uh, Lifetime Achievement Award and the President's Award and so they're the awards that we're going to announce uh, next week and we're, going, and we're going to give to people Okay, well look Colin, uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be back to talk about those some more. You're lo- listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on Casey Lawrence, just 11 minutes away from 10 o'clock. I'm John Purcell. Coming up at 10 o'clock, we will have the irrepressible and the irrepres- Ill- irreplaceable and the one and only Edward Hayden, but loads to look forward to on Casey Lawrence during the day. And don't forget, big match later today at 6.15, Kilkenny versus Galway in the Leinster GA Senior Hurl final and you can join us for the full unrivaled and unparalleled I'm really getting carried away with the adjectives this morning but you can join us for our unique uh, coverage uh, online on air and on all our platforms later today we'll be back just after this The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business www.omf.ie Hi guys, this is Podge from Brave Giant, reminding you to stay home, stay safe, and stay tuned to KCLR <coughs> this weekend. Absolutely. John Purcell with you until 10 o'clock. I'm joined in studio by Colin Ahern, who's president of Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce. And uh, we're discussing the two awards that the Kilkenny Chamber are bespoke bestowing uh, this year the President's Award and the Lifetime Achievement Award but before we get to that Colin um, just a a quick chat during the break there about the transition and the country seems to be doing quite well there are a lot of businesses while we we were talking about positivity and so on but there are businesses that are closed and will face the challenge of reopening whatever level we go to from level 5 there is going to be a transition how are, are, are you feeling about that and how's the Chamber feeling and what are you looking for? Well, I, I suppose what, what, we're, what, what we're looking for is very simple. We're looking for clear communication from government with regard to, as soon as possible, with regard to where we move to from Level 5 on the 1st of December. Uh, you're right, there are a lot of businesses, particularly in hospitality and retail, that are closed at the moment and can't open. Uh, and government has, has worked really hard in, in, in providing supports to those businesses to 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 keep them going and to keep them open and to help them keep their staff employed for the period that they're closed. <coughs> um, but but when we reopen, um, there is a huge difference uh, between operating uh, in in at level two in the government's living with COVID plan and operating at level three. Um, and it's not something that you can flick a switch. Um, it takes planning, organisation, um, and 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 a lot of work to to devise the plan to come up to work within whatever particular level is there, no matter what industry um, you're working in. So yes, it, it's really important that that you know, like the the the, the day before is is not going to be enough time for businesses to react um, and to inform their staff and and to get up and running and get the bookings back on their systems that they may need. So as much time as possible is really really important. Yeah. So communication, communication, communication. But look, let's get back to this good news story: the president's award. 
the Lifetime Achievements Award. Uh, those will be announced next Wednesday between ourselves and the Kilkenny people, a special supplement, and we're also doing some special programming. Just tell us about the announcement and what people can expect. So we'll be announcing uh, we'll be announcing the uh, the, the award of, of two two things: the Lifetime Achievement Award and the President's Award. Um, the Lifetime Achievement Award will be giving to um, a person um, who has made an exceptional contribution to business in Kilkenny through their lifetime. Um, helped make make Kilkenny a better place to work and to live. Um, and I have no doubt when your listeners here at 11 o'clock, I believe, next Wednesday, um, that they'll they'll understand the recipient this occasion is very, very uh, worthy, worthy winner of that. Uh, the President's Award, on the other hand, is awarded to someone who's made a significant contribution to Kilkenny in many ways, business, community, and has helped put Kilkenny on the map, has, has, an, has had an impactful influence that resonates with many people in Kilkenny. So someone who's, who's well known to Kilkenny people and, 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 and has helped made Kilkenny a, an important part um, of, of business and community, not just locally, but nationally also. And uh, despite the fact that it's not a, an actual event in, in you know, a hotel with loads of people sitting around in their tuxes and so on, there's a lot of work and, and the Chamber still needs support in putting on the show. Yeah, look, there there, 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 ha- there has been a lot of work. Uh, it's also, it, it doesn't happen for free either. <clears throat> um, and, and, you know, we've been very lucky to have some great partners and media partners that have helped us develop this. Um, so, so, you know, it, it was, it, it's just as important to keep um, this, this ceremony and these awards on people's minds so that when we do come back, fingers crossed, in 2021, that, that, that the event and the, 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 the ceremony and everything that we do will just be as big and as great uh, as it was in 2019. Give a quick shout out to those brave businesses that have stuck with it and that are, that are sponsoring you. Super. I mean, like we have uh, State Street, um, our, our, our main sponsor, Bank of Ireland, AIB, um, Glan Bia, uh, the County Council and Leo. And everyone's helped us. Our media partners, KCL Ork, Kenny People, uh, Purcell Masterson, CF Pharma. There are so many. <coughs> so there, it's, there it's so good. Many. And a charity is benefiting as well. Yes, we're also running. We, we usually have a charity partner on the night. So that's something that, that, that a, a tradition that we've continued with. St. Vincent de Paul is this, year, this year's charity. And we would encourage everyone, um, if they have a little more, uh, to give uh, and to log on to www.svp.ie. They have some really great ways of helping their charity in the current uh, pandemic, ways that can be done socially distanced and things that can help people. And all money given by people in Kilkenny is spent and given to people uh, in Kilkenny also. Speaking of which, you want to give a quick reminder to people about the Chamber Vouchers? I do. um, And, you know, your guests um, have spoken about it today. uh, Alone, I think Nicky Hine mentioned it as well. Um, Now more than ever, it's really important that we support our local businesses. The Kilkenny gift the Kilkenny Chamber gift vouchers are available to purchase online on kilkennychamber.ie um, they are supported by 150 different businesses in Kilkenny uh, and like uh, other uh, m- perhaps more well-known vouchers they do they, they do not reduce in value as time goes by um, it's a great way to support business I would also encourage people especially uh, this year we all have a favourite <coughs> shop, a favourite pub, a favourite restaurant, a favourite hotel. 
buy a voucher give it to your friends and set up set up a, an occasion for yourselves in the new year that you can go out and celebrate uh, and also support local when so, that vo- when that vaccine from vo- Pfizer that we started off talking yeah. about is hopping out of the fridges Colin we leave it there thanks very much for joining Thank us you. in studio unfortunately that's all we've got time for this week on The Bottom Line thanks for joining us remember you can email us at thebottomline at kclr96fm.com or you can listen back to the show anywhere you get your podcast thanks to all our guests this morning, Eamon Quinn, Nicky Hoyne, Porrick George, Andrew Tobin and Colin Ahern. We'll be back next week, just after nine. Until then, have a good weekend, stay safe during the week and keep in touch. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with Emil Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small.